Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Dave. And we're the hosts of the Chasing Tomorrow podcast, where we bring you stories that delve into the science and spirit behind intriguing people doing extraordinary things. Welcome to the Chasing Tomorrow podcast, episode 107, coming to you live from Alberta, Canada with Dave Proctor on day 60 of his magical run across Canada. Trans-Canadian speed record attempt. Dave is on track for what looks like 68 days, probably eight more days after today. Uh, we're going to hear a lot from him in a minute here, but you know we've been on this journey with him and wow, what a an honor and privilege to get to witness live what he's been you know doing. It's just uh, I go for my eight mile run and I'm like, oh well, I'm done and Dave's still running, you know. And so, uh, but every morning that I've got out there, I always think, you know, it doesn't matter sort of how tired I am. I always think of Dave getting himself, you know, out of bed, lacing up those sneakers and running, you know, um, this world class athlete working to set one of the most amazing records ever in running history. Dave, how are you doing? Uh, hey, Joe, thanks a lot for, for all of that. I'm doing great. Um, you know, it's it's getting to be, uh, well, I'm out on day 60 out here. Um, and today I'm going to be venturing into my last province, the province of British Columbia. So I'm going to be passing the, British, uh, the uh, Alberta-British Columbia border and probably about six or seven hours and I don't know it's it's been a whirlwind week yeah um you know there's been a lot of incredible moments um where you know this entirety of the run I'll tell you Joe it's I felt relatively alone and you know I felt like I've been kind of doing this on my own and I understand there's a lot of people rooting for me elsewhere on social media people that are having water cooler talks about this because it does seem to be over the top and a bit unreal um and hey i it's unreal for me too it's, i look at the numbers and i go holy crap who would do that and then you keep thinking oh well, that's me i'm i'm doing that right but you know it's this past week i you ventured in from uh saskatchewan into alberta which is my home province and that's an incredible feeling to run into your home province uh, I was listening to one of my favorite country songs called Alberta Bound as I came into the, across the border into Alberta. And, you know, that's, it's a very emotional state that I got into. And it, it felt really good to, um, to kind of come into my home province knowing very well I was going to see a lot of friends and family. And then my girlfriend, Lana Ray, who's, who's, who's the, who's the keystone behind all of this project. It's, it's incredible the amount of work that she's done and the amount of care that she's given, you know, was coming on that night in Medicine Hat, the first uh, town in, um, in Alberta. And then after that, I was seeing my physiotherapist, Tyson, who, yeah. who drove out and who fixed my body up, which I feel, I feel a lot better now. The day after that, my, my children uh, and my, my, my parents, the kids' grandparents, they drove out. And I haven't seen, you know, Joe, I haven't seen my children for over two months. Right. And, you know, it's it's been, you know, everybody says, oh, what about the pain of running and feet and ankles and knees? And 
I said, no, that does not match up to the pain of, 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 of the distance that you've created yourself with your children. And there's been a lot of guilt and there's been a lot of pain. But I got to tell you one thing, Joe, is just visiting with them and holding them and seeing how attentive they were and the questions they were asking. Mm. You know, I, I firmly believe, Joe, that the, my greatest parenting moments are happening right now. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's been a step shift in the way that they're seeing the world. And, you know, they keep asking, you know, Dad, I, I think it's amazing that within a couple of weeks, you're going to achieve your lifelong goal, your lifelong dream. And if they're acknowledging that and they see the effort that goes into this, you know, there's a better likelihood that they might, you know, put their best foot forward in the world. And so it, it gave me incredible resolve to hold them, kiss them, tell them I love them, and to get out and, and show them as a dad what resolve looks like. You know, the day after that, um, you know, my, uh, my massage therapist Joe came out and gave me another treatment that made me only feel even better. And, uh, you know, the next day, which was yesterday, I ran through my hometown of Calgary, Alberta. And, you know, Joe, I'm running at five o'clock in the morning, coming through Calgary, mm -hmm. it's stampede time. If anybody knows, any one of our listeners know about the Calgary Stampede, it is a complete drink fest. Everybody <laughs> parties, everybody drinks, you know, beer and tents and parties and goes to the stampede. And it's, it's, a, it's a big, big party. But yet it was incredible the amount of people that came out to run with me on the portions of, of the, the highway going right through the middle of, of, of Calgary. Right. And it was really uplifting to see... Mm -hmm. And to hear everybody say that, Dave, like, you know, this is an inspiration. Like, yeah, I can't believe you're doing this. And, and, you know, you feel alone, but I don't feel alone anymore. I feel like there's this incredible community behind me. And then now the rest of the day yesterday, I ran through Calgary and I headed west. And you see these big, big, big ominous Canadian Rockies and they get closer <laughs> they got closer and then i ended up the day right in the first row of the big ominous canadian rockies and here i am i'm now in the canadian rockies about to tackle the hardest terrain of the entire trans-canadian speed record with all these monstrous mountain passes mm. and uh i couldn't be any more ready that's amazing wow that is a lot, you know, you've jammed a lot into a week, you know, throughout this, there's been this physical journey, that's easy for everyone to understand, but I think where uh -huh. we've sort of benefited and participated is in this both, you know, emotional and intellectual journey that you've been on. I was with a colleague yesterday, and I said that, you know, like, you're somewhere between a Buddhist and a Stoic what you be able what you've been able to both sort of internalize and experience but more than anything articulate you know both your, your conversations with me and with pete but your writings on instagram i i, I find it to be you know really a very different level of what's sort of come to pass and that we don't know neither of us would know 
how others really thought about their journey as they took on such challenges. Uh, but, you know, maybe they found some similar insights and perspectives. For me, though, I think that's the part that's been most rewarding is to see, you know, yes, you're achieving your lifelong dream. You know, you've going to physically do something very few people do. But probably more than anything, I think your sense of, you know, why you're on this planet, what your, you know, beingness and consciousness are all about is what's really come to the forefront here. And it seems like that's a hard place to find on our journey, given the way most of us live with comfort. You have to sort of push this system at some different level to get there. And that's been amazing. And it sounds like, you know, every time I talk to you, uh, there's more of that feeling. Yeah, well, thanks, Joe. And, and that's, you know, very intuitive of you because that's exactly how I've been feeling inside is that, you know, you had to go and peel away all the comfort and all the layers in order to truly find yourself and, you know, and battle those demons and battle those demons of, demons of self-doubt and, and judgment and and anger and frustration and 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 holding on to you know to things that don't serve me and and ultimately I think when you peel away all of those layers at least this is my experience out here is when you peel all the way all those layers and you are now exposed and and it's it's a bit of a scary place but it's also a place that if you embrace it there's an incredible amount of growth and if you tried to do something like this, you know, this long, this hard, this arduous, you know, something is going to take you down. You know, it, it typically, you know, you get done these 100-mile races and you can come about three or four little different things that will happen along the way where you're like, hold on one second. This at this point limited me and this at this point limited me. But typically, Joe, they're... They're things that are brewing up from the inside, not the outside. You can't really say, oh, this blister got the better of me. Mm-hmm. No, it was my frustration and anger with something in the moment. Or it was my judgment of, of something. Or, you know, there's, you know, and I find I'm in a perfect opportunity here where I've stripped absolutely everything away. And now I'm in a prime position to to explore myself and find you know the strength and beauty just you know because because I'm worth it and and I I I don't know of how I could orchestrate a different plan in order to to get you know to the to the same end goal but I'm so glad that I have this opportunity and to be honest with you Joe I, I don't think that I quite understand all of it yet Oh yeah. I think that once I stop and then you look back at at your learnings, you go, Oh, okay, I, I, I kind of get it now. But I don't think that I'm anywhere close to understanding the 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 complexities of all of this. Um I'm just skimming the the surface, but I'm really happy with what I'm finding out about myself. Yeah, you know, Dave, I um uh... I've always had this sort of frustration with one part of life, which is that we take 
feedback from other people and we allow it to penetrate who we are at a level that's not really responsible. You know, someone says to you, hey, Dave, you're not any good at math. I'm like, why would they be able to say that? What do they know? Are they an expert? They don't even know what you know. But you sort right. of accept what other people say, sometimes more than what you know. And uh -huh. listening to this and thinking about it, I think part of the reason is that we say to ourselves, I wonder if they're right. <laughs> and so what you're doing when you finish this, there is no one who can objectively say you're not one of the best runners in the world. If they right. did, you would absolutely know they were wrong. Without doing this, you might still have that, well, maybe they're right. And so you right, might right, accept right. their input. But now that you found your pathway and you're going to prove to yourself the input of others won't penetrate, you know, your ego at the level that it sometimes does, even if it's inappropriate, because we have that doubt. And so fascinating to think that, you know, there is some point where what we have this responsibility to ourselves is to find some objective way to measure ourselves so that we can accept input when it's valid, but not when it isn't. Right. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And I even found that the other day running through Calgary. I thought, you know, it's interesting. It's not sometimes a way that you see yourself because I see myself as being strong and capable. But yet, you know, I saw all these friends and colleagues that I respect greatly. And they were shaking their head at me and saying, Dave, I can't believe that you're doing this. You're incredible. You're you're so strong. You're so capable. And you know, you know, I've, I felt strong and capable, but now hearing it from them, I feel like extra strong and capable. Um, it's really quite a, uh, I don't know, it, it kind of puts a stake into it. Mm -hmm. So, but I guess the same, very same thing, I mean, that's your point, is that you could very, very well say the same thing about how, you know, they could say something negative. And boy, it, it comes across as, as being something that, uh, will limit you, but just luckily enough in my life right now, I am doing something that very few people could 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 look upon and go, oh hey, yeah no Dave is failing, because it's it's pretty obvious that I, that I'm not. Right. Um, yeah. I think what we have to do, Dave, though, is find a way to get the same feeling without needing to run, you know, 100 kilometers. Yes. <laughs> yeah it's great it's about validation right yep and how are we validating to ourselves yep that we are capable and that we're worthy and that we're competent and and without anybody else's uh you know you know forms of validation and you know it really does help when somebody pats you on the back it yeah. really really does but it does. sure ultimately ultimately you shouldn't need that and I think that's one of the, the the journeys as well too that I'm going through out here as well with with you know right now I'm getting almost no media coverage. And simply put, in Canada, if you don't put out a press release and tell all the media what you're doing, they don't know what you're doing. Right. You know, they don't go look for news stories. They want the news stories to come to them. And so, you know, I 
I, I intentionally have not been reaching out to media and I find a lot of people find this very surprising that, you know, they're like, oh, well, Dave, I'll reach out to this media source and this media source. And I say, ah, don't worry about it because like, I, I don't want that. I don't want to feel like I need that external validation. Just because it's not in the news doesn't mean it's not happening. You know, if a tree falls over in the woods, but nobody's around to hear it, did it make a noise? And I'm making a noise. You know, I'm that tree. And I know that in the end, uh, the noise that was created and what I've done. And, you know, maybe, maybe media will pick it up. Maybe they won't, but that's okay. You know, I, I can't hang my hat off of something and say, yeah, you know what, I, I feel validated that this, you know, media source that I respond, that I respect has seen that this is enough of a story in order to put it in, in their newsprint. And I, 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 you know, that kind of brings you back five steps from where you were that was limiting you, I feel. And I, I feel like I can't, I can't get there. I, I don't want to go there because it's not healthy and it wouldn't help me get to Victoria. No, of course not. You said, Dave, so interesting, right? <clears throat> this is what the fun of life is. Over two years ago, we set out and some silly idea well why don't we just start a podcast like i don't huh. know that was a bit of uh i think covid kind of lock up feeling uh -huh. we, yeah. we were searching for a way to have some connection and here 107 episodes later i think we've we've gone beyond sort of just the initial purpose of chasing tomorrow about talking to extraordinary people, doing intriguing things, and vice versa. To, you know, maybe we should be hanging out with Ryan Holiday and talking about life philosophy. Yeah, no doubt. About you know uh, how we you know make our journey just that much better. And use your um, your incredible achievement here as as a technique and a mechanism, but. We didn't know that when we started what we might find, which is always why you want to go on the journey, because, you know, all I ever said was, I don't know what I'm going to find, but I know it'll be magical. And mm -hmm. I think that, that magic comes in different forms in life, doesn't it? Oh, it sure does. And yeah, and you never know what form it's going to take. Um, you know, but all I know from my experience is that when you force something or you're wanting to create something based upon based upon based upon a system that hasn't been working for you you know when it comes to insecurity or when it comes to to to, to something that isn't isn't authentic you know then it it tends to crumble and it tends to go nowhere and so you know what i think is great show about this run or this um our podcast is that we're just doing it because we're having a good time. Mm -hmm. Like we're not, we're not forcing it down people's throats. People are, are having to seek this out and coming out to, to this. Like, you know, everybody go listen to other podcasts and you'll, you'll see very much, you know, a, a business premise, but you know, Joe, what we're doing here is we're doing something really kind of organic and we're just having a good time. And I think that's why people are really resonating with this. And this is why people are really resonating with this run. And, and maybe my social media posts and 
and things was because I'm honest and vulnerable and I'm not afraid to talk about the spirit and the science and the, the why. And, um, you know, instead of you lifting this up to being something that other people can't do, it's go find everybody, go find what comes first. Is it the bottom of your well or the end of your rope? And I guarantee you somewhere along the ways out there, you're going to find beauty, strength, and confidence and whatever that you feel like you want, it's there. And I'm finding it. So I think that in life, you go there and you find it. And yet it's, it's, a, it's a common human condition. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, this is, and I always want to remind everyone listening <clears throat> that Dave is still running while we're doing <laughs> which has been the other part of the fun of this to think of of that the dialogue sounds like we're sitting in a studio uh, <laughs> hey you know this coming weekend is hard rock yes and, uh it's going to be a pretty wicked race with you know francois and killian going at each other and a bunch of other really fast people and i know courtney's going to be there so uh you know you can be thinking about them you know in the mountains around silverthorn silverton uh you mm -hmm. know getting up into the high mountains as you go over yours so you bet. yeah you know i've got this nice paved road that typically picks the the smallest grade that goes over top and uh all i need to do is look over at a lot of these these towering you know canadian rockies that i'm looking at right now off to my right and left i'm coming into banff the national park right now oh i'm, I'm, I'm looking at the, the the border of the alberta banff national park it's spectacular and, there, isn't it? Oh, and I'm just so in awe of those people that are running, you know, hard rock where they're 100, running 100 miles straight up those mountain peaks. And, you know, summiting that many, that, those many summits and that many meters of elevation over uh, over a 100 mile period. It's, it's truly spectacular. And uh, we got to get some people that are running hard rock this year mm -hmm. on the podcast later on. And, and just, you know... I think, Joe, that there are so many different experiences and opportunities that people are taking in the world. And, you know, with this run kind of coming to a close and, you know, we want to thank all of our listeners and in, in, in following this story. You know, this story doesn't end. You know, this story, Joe, me and you, we're going to translate what we've learned out here into interviewing our, our guests. And really... You know, asking pretty unique, intimate questions of, of why excellent people, amazing people are doing these things and what's getting them to that point. I, I can't wait to uh, to get our first and second and third guests on after this run is done. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I couldn't imagine mm -hmm. uh, anything better. Hey, you know, um, I know we might run into some uh, some cell phone connection issues as you go over the mountains here. Just let's talk for a couple of minutes about now, you know, it's sort of, I think there was a point, we'll call it like a little more than halfway through and you start to know, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get there. And every week there's a pretty sure I'm going to get there. And unless some big bear comes and chases you down, which mm -hmm. I'm not sure the bear would do that right now, but. Uh, <laughs> I'd be a toothpick. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 
So eight days to go. I mean, yes, big mountains. This is like hard. And then, and then, but how does it feel with getting this sort of close now where it's like almost you can touch it? Ah, you know, that's, that's a great question because, you know, part of my success out here has being, being, staying present. Yeah. And, you know, like right now I look up ahead and I see these mountains and that's a clear picture of what's coming. And so I could tell you there's kicking horse pass coming up. You know, there's Rogers pass. There's all these landmarks that I know so well, cause I, I'm in Alberta and I, I come out here all the time to go hiking, running, camping, vacationing. I know this road like the back of my hand and it's easy to get ahead of yourself and putting yourself somewhere in 50 kilometers or 100 kilometers or 300 kilometers or hell, even Victoria. You know, I, but I, I'm, I'm doing my very best of putting my blinders on mm-hmm. and, you know, staying within these next five steps yeah you know i i I don't i I could be on day 20 or day 60 but still i'm doing the same bloody thing i'm just going out coming out here and going for a jog you know maybe joe you know maybe this cowboy hat has many many purposes and this brim is comes down and dips down even a little bit further because of the amount of of headwind that i've been running through and it's tilting my the brim of my cowboy hat down wow. towards my my eyes and so i can't i have to literally tilt my head up now to see uh out in front of me at what i'm looking at in the distance so the hat is actually kind of like horses blinders it's limiting your center of view and so all i can see right now as i'm running is the 10 feet in front of me and maybe that's exactly what I need. Maybe that's exactly what uh, what I need to focus on yeah. in order to get there. You know, that whole, you know, be here right now. And, you know, maybe I'll do a little bit of celebrating on the final day. But there's a lot of miles to cover between now and then. I think that's a great perspective. And because... Part of it is when we shouldn't sort of wish away any part of our life. Um, we should enjoy the journey. We should, you know, appreciate the moment. And this is why you're out there is to do this, not to finish it as much as it is to do this. And uh-huh. sounds like a bit of a, you know, conflict of terms um, because yes, you have a goal, but <clears throat> the goal is doing it, not finishing. And I think there's a difference. Exactly. That's experiencing awesome. it yeah exactly mm-hmm. and i think that you know there we uh, we've talked about this before you know when it's done you'll miss being out there and you'll be happy you're done but uh while we're in what we're doing we should appreciate what we're doing you know there's this perspective mm-hmm. that often people will tell us you know um which is that uh, you should do what you love and i've always mm-hmm. countered that by saying why don't you just love what you do because that's an easier path for life because I don't know if I'm going to find exactly what I love, but I know that I'm going to do something. So I should just appreciate it, enjoy it, be in the moment and live the life that I have. And that's, 
you know, that's the motivation uh, as we go along the pathway here. So, no question. You know, other sort of one sort of practical thing: How high up are you going over these mountains? Do you know the top of the peak? How how much altitude that is? Oh, no. Um, I I remember, you know, years ago knowing, um, but you know, I tend to forget. It's yeah. it is really really high up. Yeah. Um, I think we're getting well above. Uh, 600 meter or 600 feet above sea level. Yeah. Um, so there is, you know, and these are passes, so you don't spend too too long up there. Um, but it gets pretty cold up there. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. And, and uh, yeah, it's typically a pretty good climb, and then a pretty strong and long descent uh, out from there. Right now, I'm probably where am I at? About 4,500 feet above sea level. Yep. So, you know, you do notice differences yeah. with breathing and uh, the amount of oxygen that's in the air. So I did notice yesterday, my, my pace was a little bit slower and it could have been that. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you adapt, you spend an extra half an hour on the road and, and, and you're okay. But um, no, it's, yeah, you are definitely, you know, I've been climbing and climbing and climbing, you know, from the Canadian prairies, you know, to get up to Calgary and then from Calgary up to Canmore, where I landed yesterday, and and now out to Banff and and further Lake Louise. Um, you know, it's uh, and I think the even field is a little bit higher than that, mm -hmm. and out through Golden and Revelstoke. So, you know, we have some pretty incredibly high alpine passes here in Canada. But I, th I think that the two biggest, most difficult climbs come on the second and third last days. Uh, which is called the Coquihalla Highway. And there are these two monstrous passes that go straight up and then straight down into a town called Merritt and then straight up and then straight down into a town called Hope. And, you know, I get, when I get upon that second climb, when I finish climbing that second climb, um, coming down into Hope, that's where I feel that there will be a celebration because those final climbs are are completed and the Canadian Rockies are now done. Yeah, well, uh, let's see. You're, um, you know, I think that ultimately <laughs> you're going to uh, enjoy that downhill, although some people say running downhill is harder than running uphill. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, hey, look, you're, you're going to do it no matter what and Soon enough, you're going to dip your toes in the ocean out there. Uh, before before we let you go, who's uh, who's out there with you now uh, for this segment as your support team? Yeah, so Lana Ray is is the only my girlfriend is the only crew member who's okay. on board right now, and so it's great. It was just me and her at the beginning, and then you know all these crew members came on board. And then at the tail end, it's now, again, just me and her. And so, you know, I feel that this has been so incredibly good for our relationship. You know, it hasn't been, you know, sunshine and lollipops all the time. I mean, we have had our level of conflict when it comes to her digging her heels in about something and I'm digging my heels in about something. And, you know, she feels that she knows what's right and I feel like I know what's right. But, you know, we're, we're, we're digging our heels in and we're expressing ourselves out of love. 
because we both want the very best for one another. And, you know, this has been an incredible growth opportunity for us and one another. And I, I just love this woman so, so, so much. And so, yeah, no, it's just me and her the rest of the way. And we get to uh, experience these last, you know, really the last week together now. And I'm sure that these memories will be with us forever. Oh, yeah, for sure. How's the, how's the nutrition going? It's going well. Um, you know, I just got topped up. A lot of people came out and they knew that I love baked goods and and so I've got a tremendous amount of, oh, it's almost too much, you know, <laughs> baked cookies and banana breads and, and uh, cinnamon buns. So we're trying to keep them cold and, and you know, but there's no way I'm going to get through it all. But, uh, oh, you know, I haven't gotten sick of any one food item, you know, I'm drinking the endurance from performance tea every day, probably 10 times a day. And I really think the adaptogens are, a, a game changer um yeah you know the the uh, fueling has been going yeah i haven't i haven't thrown up once um wow. you know there's a couple times where you feel oh okay i ate too much fiber with eating that pear or um you know, you know typical things but overall like my gut you know and back to what pete costelnik said right he said it's more of a running contest Sorry, it's more of an eating contest than it is a running contest. And I believe that to be true. You know, our guts tend to get in the way. And if you can end up managing that that uh, gut stress, you're 10 steps ahead. That's amazing. Yeah, I know. I can't choose. It's pretty incredible because that system is working on hyperdrive the entire time. Oh, yeah, 60 days. Right. 60 days of bowel distress. Like... So it's not distressed because it's, it's not stressed, but it should be, yeah. but it's not. So explain like that. I, I think it's adaptogens. I really do. I think that, you know, the performance tea products are, it's good. It's a, it's a next level thing that I have a feeling in 15 years, everyone is going to be using them and wondering, oh, why didn't we do this before? It's like oh, right now everybody's using a, a Garmin or a Coros or a GPS. Nobody did it before. It's, it's going yeah. to be one of these step shifts in a way that we fuel and hydrate. I totally agree. Look, it's all about this system that you're balancing all the that's, stresses. And that's what the adaptogens are made to do is to balance stress because the, it can work well, as you've proven. It's like if we, you know, you've had 60 days of eating contests. You've yes. 60, yeah. 60 days of running contests. 60 days of like... It's like yeah. pretty incredible what everyone might want to do for one day you've done for 16 in a row and now eight more to go. You know, uh, I just am so excited to, you know, I, I'm envious, of course, because it's just it's an amazing experience. Um, I don't know that the day after you finish running, I'll still go running. But every morning when I get oh, out, yeah. I start thinking about you because it's like, my motivation similarly to just say, Hey, is mm -hmm. out running? I better get out running. And uh, so it's been fun absolutely. to share the experience in a different way. Well, yeah, I know you're going to, you know, run into some uh, very remote areas here soon. So um, we will have one more live podcast while you're running. And then 
we're going to do a special episode right after you're done so that because we don't uh -huh. want to you know like not the minute after you're done within a day no but the, even the day uh -huh. after or something yeah um yeah, and then, you know when, when everything kind of oh yeah when everything settles in and you go whoa 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 you know and i, I what i'm mostly looking forward to joe is is you know, I haven't had a lot of this is what I want to do. Mm. I've had to live a life of this is what I need to do. Yep. And so, you know, I'm looking forward to doing a bunch of wants. And that's going to be a really interesting shift in my life. You know, like lying in bed and drinking coffee. I don't need to get up and get on that Theragun to get out for the run. Yep. And uh, I, I can't wait to share that experience and what, how, how that feels with, with all of our guests. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. Well, the best thing is that uh, I get to talk to you frequently and you're an amazing guy and you're doing just incredibly well here. You know, your attitude, everything about it has just been uh, next level, Dave. And um, I wish you the best today and the next few days. Stay safe. Stay Absolutely. warm. Enjoy the Rockies uh, because that's a beautiful part of the world to be in. And we will connect with you next week. Perfect. Look forward to it, Joe. All right. Thanks, Dave. Take care. Talk to you then. Hey, Dave, I'm, I'm glad we got you off before uh, we lost that connection there. Well, 60 days in and you just sound great. I mean, it's an amazing opportunity to go along with you on this journey. I know we're not we're non-striving, but eight days to go. The Rockies ahead. We're just rooting for you and cannot wait to celebrate your amazing life changing achievement. Best of luck, my friend. We will talk to you in a week. Okay, there you have it. Another amazing episode brought to you by Performance Tea. We love that Dave is drinking 10 bottles of endurance every day. It is probably the other best electric life blend in the world. The adaptogens really do make a difference. You can find it on performancetea.com. Use RunProctor30 for a 30% discount. Thanks for coming with us on this journey and chasing tomorrow with us. You guys are all the best. Have a great week. Get out and run. Talk to you soon.